Um, so we can say that the, the, the ballots that were provided to us to count in the Coliseum um, very accurately correlate with the official campus numbers. Can we? Can we say that, Mr. Cyber Ninja? Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. Or are you just making I it up? I got the feeling that something right. Gotta feel it. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. Actually got evidence. And I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs. They made it all up. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right. Here I am. Stuck in the middle with you. Here I am. From Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles, this is the broadcast as heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in LA, also in Red Bluff and Redding, California on KFOI, Round Mountains KKRN, and Eureka's KGOE, up in Oregon on the Central Coast on KYAQ, Cottage Grove's KSO, and Eugene's KEPW. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania on WLRI, Maui, Hawaii's KAKU, Columbus, Ohio's WGRN, Palinville, New York's WLPP, Rochester, New York's WRFZ, down in New Orleans on WHIV, out in Gallup, New Mexico on KNIZ, Concord, New Hampshire's WNHN, Fayetteville, Arkansas's KPSQ, in Seattle on KODX, Janesville, Wisconsin's WADR, and Minneapolis, St. Paul's AM950, KTNF. We also stream coast-to-coast and around the globe every day on the Internet, on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Radio for Humans, FYI Nation, NicoleSandler.com, Radio Free Brooklyn, Workforce Rising, No Lies Radio, Verdant Square Radio, and Detour Talk. Blanketing planet Earth five days a week. I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, and all-around swell fellow, says me from bradblog.com thank you very much for joining us so as uh, as referenced quickly on yesterday's broadcast before the show was sort of overtaken by some breaking news here in southern california there was some pretty big news that broke over the weekend regarding the so-called audit that was carried out by the trump partisan uh, company calling itself the cyber ninjas who spent the past five months or so doing a hand count and so-called forensic audit of the 2020 presidential election in Maricopa County, Arizona, where Joe Biden was certified to have defeated Donald Trump and where, according to the ninja's very own hand count, the results of which were finally released just over a week or so ago after a five-month process, even the ninja's determined that Joe Biden defeated Donald Trump in Maricopa and even by a few more, a few hundred more votes than originally certified in Phoenix by the Republican majority Maricopa County election officials there and the state's Democratic secretary of state and the state's Republican governor who all agree that Joe Biden won the state fairly if narrowly, by a little bit more than 10,000 votes. But he did it fair and square. Well, and apparently even the cyber ninjas agree, at least when it comes to the results now. The result of that hand count by the ninjas, as first reported on this program before it broke anywhere else, may now be in the words of actual election experts who have examined those hand count results, quote, made up. Out of whole cloth. 
Yes, you heard me right. We will have one of three <laughs> election experts who uh, call themselves the audit guys uh, who looked at those numbers. He'll be here to explain their findings. And frankly, it kind of seems pretty airtight that the ninjas just made up those numbers, which raises some pretty serious questions for the ninjas and for Arizona State Senate President Karen Fan, who hired them and oversaw this entire sham process and is now blocking the release, uh, violating a court order, by the way, uh, blocking the release of public documents related to all of this. Audit guy Larry Moore will join us momentarily to explain after uh, we had to postpone that conversation yesterday because of the breaking news of the huge oil spill out here off the Southern California coast, which we will also discuss a bit more later in this hour in Desi Doyne's latest Green News Report. Yes. It's still ongoing, by the way. There's still oil on the beach. Yes, there is. It's still a disaster. But uh, it, we'll get back to that disaster. <laughs> One disaster at a time, please. In, in news related to the uh, so far 100% evidence-free claims that somehow someone stole the election from Donald Trump in favor of Joe Biden, well, we now have this story for your education and probably bemusement. Via TPM's Matt Shuham. Mike Lindell, the pillow magnate who's sunk months and millions of dollars into pushing the false claim that the 2020 election was stolen, is now officially a thorn in the side of multiple Republican secretaries of state. Last month, Lindell had a friendly meeting and photo op with Alabama's Republican secretary of state, uh, and its governor before announcing on uh, his television show uh, his belief that actually 100,000 votes in the state of Alabama had been flipped by the state's computer tabulators somehow, leaving their uh, Republican Secretary of State John Merrill scrambling to correct the record. Now, do I feel sorry that John Merrill had to deal with that? <laughs> no. No, I do not. Uh, he's an incredibly dishonest person, and, and that was true before he blocked me on Twitter some years ago after I politely informed him that he had misreported lied, in fact, about the ability of his state's voting systems to create digital ballot images of ballots that were scanned as they were counted and that that could be released to the public for a double check of results so that you wouldn't have guys like Mike Lindell uh, coming around and making claims about your elections that probably are not true. But this was years ago, so uh, sorry, not sorry, John Merrill. Sorry <laughs> that you're uh, now being attacked by your own people like Lindell with his false claims about your 2020 election. Perhaps if you had been more open about your system uh, and how you tabulated ballots, that wouldn't have happened. But anyway, that's not the main point of this story. Now, in response to separate Lindell allegations, uh, Idaho's Republican Secretary of State has now been forced to send teams to physically recount vote totals in two small counties in Idaho. And both times, in both counties, the physical hand counts reaffirmed the official winner. The recounts in Idaho by the Republican Secretary of State there have found, uh, I'm sorry, have not found any evidence of votes being flipped in Idaho 
as Lindell had claimed. In a press release, Idaho's Republican Secretary of State Lawrence Denny's office said that they picked Butte and another county, Camas, to recount after learning that Lindell had alleged, quote, statewide manipulation of Idaho's election results in a document that Lindell called the big lie. Chief Deputy Secretary Chad Houck said, quote, once we had that document in hand, we immediately believed there was something amiss about it. This document alleged electronic manipulation in all 44 counties in the state, But at least seven Idaho counties, he said, have no electronic steps in their vote counting processes at all. Well, that seems like a factual problem. It might be. So uh, they were uh, dubious at best. They decided to go look at uh, two small counties. Butte and Camas are both tiny, meaning that recounting them was quick and would either, you know, prove or disprove Lindell's claims. The entire process for each county when they hand-counted the ballots there, was recorded and it was posted on YouTube publicly. Yes, a public post-election audit that we could all follow along with. That's the way one is supposed to carry out a uh, post-election review. But that is decidedly not the way the cyber ninjas and their pretend audit in Arizona went when they kept everything secret, everything that they were doing, so nobody could follow along with what was going on publicly. Anyway, we'll discuss that a bit with a bit more with my guests shortly. In Butte, Idaho, the original official canvas showed 1,202 votes for Donald Trump and 188 for Biden. That was the certified total. Lindell, however, asserted in his big lie document that Trump really won 1,260 votes, so 58 more than originally certified, uh, and that Joe Biden won 130. That would be 58 less than originally certified. He cited a complex mathematical formula, uh, and web traffic that somehow support this assertion. <laughs> web traffic? Yeah, this, these are the internet packets that he was talking oh, about right. that they were used to. That he doesn't understand how yeah. it works. The uh, the official result, according to Lindell, actually ended up in uh, 116 flipped votes in favor of Joe Biden somehow in Idaho. Where, by the way, the official uh, statewide results show that Trump won by more than 30 points. So, uh, you know, what would flipping a few hundred votes, even a few thousand votes in Idaho, Idaho uh, end up doing? And, and where, you know, Biden would still lose to Trump by 30 points? Unclear. Unclear why they w- anyone would want to do that, but that's what the pillow guy is now claiming. Uh, in in uh, in fact, the recount by the Republican Secretary of State's office in Butte County, Idaho, found 1,193 votes for Trump and 188 for Biden. So, as compared to the original canvas, Donald Trump lost nine votes in that recount in Butte, and Biden's votes remained exactly the same. There was no evidence of the flip that uh, Lindell was talking about. In Camas County, another tiny county in Idaho, the original canvas showed Trump winning 507 to 149. The recount showed a one-vote difference with Donald Trump actually winning 508. Yes, he finally picked up a vote in a (laughs) recount. 
And uh, Joe Biden got 149 in the recount, exactly the same number that Biden had originally. Now, Houck said that uh, this was well short of the supposed 54 vote difference that was alleged by Lindell in his big lie spreadsheet. Uh, Lindell informed that each one of the two counties' ballots had been individually recounted during a visit from the Secretary of State's office in front of observers from both the Democratic and the Republican parties. Well, Lindell was incredulous. He said, when they say they're hand counting, are they looking at the actual person's vote? He, suggesting that the ballots could be counterfeit or they could be cast on behalf of dead voters or people who'd moved. He said it's more than just counting, adding that the ballots themselves are not real people. Of course, Lindell's original claim was that the computer tabulations systems simply flipped the votes, not that the ballots themselves are not real people. <laughs> or whatever he's trying to claim now. The Secretary of State's office looked specifically at the allegations that Lindell had made in his big lie documents and found them to be false. Idaho's Deputy Secretary of State Hauk said the fact is that what they're calling the truth is a full-on fabrication, at least in Idaho. Again, the Republican Deputy Secretary of State. Hauk said he took the integrity of Idaho's elections personally and that Lindell would be free to visit the secretary's office like any other member of the public. But he added, we do operate on actual information and actual data and actual facts, not on theories. So if he wants to get into specific allegations, then we need to understand what evidence he's basing his allegations on, because so far we haven't seen much. Unquote. Well, don't hold your breath, Mr. Hauk. Uh, you haven't seen much because they don't have much. In fact, they have none. And frankly, that's the entire story of all of these claims that are being made by those on the right since last November, including the many that have uh, the many folks who have been writing me again of late to say, hey, Brad, what happened to you? You used to report on problems with voting machines. <laughs> and now you think all elections are perfect. Of course, I haven't reported anything of the sort, and I welcome the, uh, the the second counts that they did in Idaho. I have no problem with those. Voting, voting machines are far from perfect, and yes, they can still be very easily gamed, particularly by election insiders, and they can also be misprogrammed. So I have no problem with people checking to make sure the results are accurate. But just because a voting system is vulnerable to manipulation does not mean that it has been hacked or has been manipulated. What I have made clear is that to date, I have seen exactly zero such evidence of votes being hacked or manipulated in 2020, at least in the presidential race or manipulated in some fashion by the tabulators. And apparently neither has pillow guy Mike Lindell. Or at least every time his so-called evidence is examined, it's found to be completely false. But hey, let's have an audit of all of Idaho if you want. I don't mind, so long as it's done publicly, as the Idaho Secretary of State's office did in those two counties. And unlike the way the Cyber Ninjas pretended to audit the results in Maricopa County, Maricopa County, Arizona. Over the past five months, and now, as very convincing evidence reveals, it looks like those ninjas in Maricopa not only pretended to audit the election in Phoenix last year, 
According to a study of their claims, it looks like they simply made up the results that they offered at the end when they claimed that their hand count matched almost perfectly with the original count. That incredible story is next on the Bradcast. I'm Brad Friedman. Don't touch that dial. What the public hears on the public airwaves matters. Please help us stay on your public airwaves by going to bradblog.com donate to help keep us going. That's bradblog.com donate. And thanks. Are you sure the numbers don't lie? Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. So a week or two ago, the Bradcast was the first media outlet in the nation to report the uh, that the long-awaited so-called audit of the 2.1 million ballots cast in Maricopa County, Arizona's 2020 presidential election found that uh, via the famous hand count carried out by the inexperienced partisan conspiracy theorist Cyber Ninja Group, the count that was done in the Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Phoenix on all of those colorfully painted Lazy Susan tables, that count done by the ninjas themselves produced results that appeared to confirm the original state-certified totals as tabulated in Maricopa County, that's Phoenix, by Dominion Voting System computer tabulators. In fact, most embarrassing for the ninjas and all of the Trump-supporting MAGA mob who had been duped into sending them money for this exercise, millions of dollars donated to augment the state taxpayer dollars that were already allocated by the GOP majority state Senate for this secret vote count. The most embarrassing part, perhaps, was that according to the ninja's own hand count of those 2.1 million handmarked paper ballots, Trump actually reportedly lost some 261 votes in Maricopa from the original certified results, and Joe Biden picked up about 99 votes, widening Biden's margin over Trump by 360 votes. In the U.S. Senate race, the only other race that the ninjas bothered to examine, and coincidentally the only other statewide race that was won by the Democratic candidate last year, The Ninjas similarly reported that Democrat Mark Kelly widened his margin of victory over then-Republican Senator Martha McSally by 481 votes. Nonetheless, even with Democrats doing better in the Ninja hand count than originally certified by the county and the state, the hand-counted numbers overall matched pretty closely with the original computer tallies, much to the apparent chagrin of the Ninjas, and their sponsors in the state Senate, that would be Republican Senate President uh, Senator Karen Fan, and of course, the millions of Trump supporters who contributed to the effort because they were certain after months of being lied to about all of this, that this audit by the ninjas in Maricopa would reveal that, in fact, the Dominion computer systems had somehow been manipulated to steal the election from the true winner in Arizona, Donald Trump. That now, even according to the ninjas, 
uh, even though you had to read way down into volume three of their report to get to these numbers, that did not happen. When releasing the report, Cyber Ninja's CEO, Doug Logan, headlined a three-hour-long hearing in the Arizona Senate to explain his findings, though he devoted less than a minute to the admission that their hand count confirmed Joe Biden's victory. If we take a look at the presidential race, um, Trump actually loses 261 votes from the official votes. Um, Biden gains 99, and Jorgensen loses 204 votes. Um, and again, um, these are all you know, very small numbers when we're talking about 2.1 million ballots. These are very small discrepancies. Um, so we can say that the, the, the ballots that were provided to us to count in the Coliseum um, very accurately correlate with the official campus numbers. And of course, that's what everyone was talking about. Oh, ha ha. Look, the ninjas numbers matched up only uh, almost identically with the original tabulated numbers by the county. But guess what? A review of the Cyber Ninja's final audit report, an audit of the audit, if you will, uh, actually a review of a number of pages that may not have been intentionally included in their report, reveal that even those numbers, according to the experts who reviewed the data, may, were made up out of whole cloth. Now, you may recall that there were several weeks near the end of the more than five-month audit theater in Arizona where the final results had been promised, but they were continuously delayed. During that period, there was reporting by the Arizona Republic and others, which we confer uh, confirmed with longtime Arizona election advocate John Brakey, who had been sort of on the inside of this audit. Uh, there was reporting that the state Senate liaison to the so-called audit that would be Republican former Secretary of State Ken Bennett, had actually been locked out of a final machine count of ballots that was taking place at the last minute. A count, not of the results uh, on, the, on the ballots and the, and the votes on those ballots, but just a count of the number of ballots themselves, the number of ballots that were counted. There were, as we had learned, large discrepancies between the simple number of ballots reportedly hand-tallied by the ninjas versus the number of ballots that were originally tallied and certified by the county. An independent machine count of the number of ballots was therefore carried out at the last minute to try and figure out the discrepancy between what the ninjas said they had hand counted and the number of ballots that were actually given to them by the county. And it was that count, after Ken Bennett had shared some of the discordant numbers with outside professionals, actual experts in post-election audits, unlike the ninjas, that Ken Bennett himself was locked out of the counting and tendered his resignation. Eventually, Bennett and uh, Arizona Senate President Karen Fan came to some sort of accommodation and Bennett was allowed to continue through to the end of the process. But it was it is that last minute machine count attempting to reconcile the actual ballot numbers, the actual ballot count. Again, never mind the results of the way people voted on those ballots. This was simply a tally of the number of ballots that the ninjas were supposed to have counted. And whether those two numbers, the machine counted numbers of ballots at the end versus the ninjas hand counted numbers of ballots, whether those ever matched up was not actually discussed in the ninjas report. As far as I have been able to tell, not in any detail, but some documents that were included with the report, apparently accidentally 
tell a very different story about this entire mess, according to three experts in post-election audits who studied those documents closely. Larry Moore, the founder of Boston-based Clear Ballot Group, Benny White, a prominent Pima County, Arizona Republican data analyst, and Tim Halverson, Clear Ballot's retired chief technology officer, they got together and they now call themselves the Audit Guys, and they laid out their conclusions in their own report on the Ninjas Report, an audit of the audit. And what they found, what they say they can prove, is that those numbers reported by the Cyber Ninjas in their so-called final audit report, claiming to be largely the same results as those originally tallied by the county's computers, were completely made up. As the Arizona Republic reported over the weekend, three top election analysts say the hand count of ballots by cyber ninjas is, quote, fiction. And the Arizona Senate's own records prove it. The hand count of 2.1 million ballots cast in Maricopa County's 2020 election is wildly inaccurate and is not supported by the data made public during a three-hour Senate hearing just a week or so ago, according to the new report. The conclusions are based on a review of 40 ballot boxes, which the Senate, for the first time, broke down by number, batches, and various types of tallies. The analysts found the hand count was short by nearly 16,000 ballots, or roughly one-third of the total ballots contained in the boxes. They say the numbers contradict the main findings of the Senate's month-long election review that the hand count nearly matched the county's certified election results. It did not, and the results cannot be trusted, they say. Nor did the hand count match a machine count of ballots that was ordered by the Senate as a way to double-check the Cyber Ninja's work. The discrepancies are so large that they cannot just be brushed aside, said Larry Moore, the founder of Clear Ballot. The reality is they just made up the numbers. According to the New York Times coverage, the circus-like review of the 2020 vote commissioned by Arizona Republicans took another wild turn when veteran election experts charged that the very foundation of its findings, the results of a hand count of 2.1 million ballots, was based on numbers so unreliable that they appear to be guesswork rather than tabulations. Writing at the Audit Guy's own website on Friday in an item headlined Maricopa Hoax, the Ninjas Made Up the Numbers, Larry Moore spells out their evidence as taken from the Ninjas report itself, demonstrating why they believe that the country and even Arizona's Republican State Senate President Karen Fan, who initiated this entire thing and personally selected the Ninjas to carry it out, despite their lack of experience and well-known partisan views, why she and the rest of the nation are the victim of what Moore describes as a, quote, epic hoax. In fact, in fact, Moore charges in his report, quote, the entire exercise in hand-counting ballots on Lazy Susans for two months was a hoax. Joining us now to explain the evidence of the ninja's epic hoax is Larry Moore, who founded the Clear Ballot Group back in 2009 as an audit firm. Back around the time that uh, I first got to know him, the company's technology was crafted to help election officials build confidence in the integrity of elections. After retiring from Clear Ballot, Moore has been working with Benny White and Tim Halverson to bring their expertise to debunk disinformation surrounding the Maricopa 2020 election 
as the audit guys. Larry Moore, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Thanks, Brad. Good to good to be here. Uh, good to good to have you here. I you know so I've tried to lay out where we are and the background that led you and Benny and Tim to your conclusions. Uh, that as you described it uh, in email again to me this morning, the ninjas made up the numbers out of whole cloth. And further, you also charge that Arizona's uh, Senator Karen Fan is now involved herself in a, quote, cover-up to hide that fact. But before we get to the cover-up, explain as simply as you can how you came to the conclusion that the ninjas simply made up their results out of whole cloth. Good question. First of all, Brad, you did an excellent job in recounting this, and you stole almost all of my thunder. Oh, no, I got, I got plenty I'll, of thunder I'll try to get for some you. Lightning yeah. in yeah. Okay, good. I'll try to get some lightning in here. <laughs> good. Um, so we started out in, in about February. Benny White gave me a call and said, uh, I've known Benny for 12 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, we stand on either side of the aisle, the political aisle, but I respect him and, and I think vice versa. He said, I have this thing called the CASFO record, and you want to have some fun with it. And I said, absolutely. Uh, well, it turns out I bit off more than I could chew, and I had to bring Tim Halverson, my um, CTO at Clear Ballot. Mm-hmm. And together, the, the three of us brought um, the technical expertise, the, um, the Arizona law, and the design of audits. That was what was I, I did. Mm-hmm. And together, we started... Um, 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 making sense out of this cash flow record. Um, fast forward, uh, we figured out in May that the ninjas were not going to be able to conduct, conduct an audit. And here's why. Uh, we define an audit as a comparison mm-hmm. of two independent results based on the same data. Mm-hmm. Kind of like adi- asking two people to take the same Xerox copy of a set of numbers and go into different rooms, don't talk to each other and come back with the answers. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they write, uh, well, you think you got the right answer. Mm-hmm. Well, so this took a lot of work, and so what we started to do is, and, and, and the reason that they couldn't conduct the audit was because the county produces results by precinct mm-hmm. for candidates. Mm-hmm. And the ninjas were counting by boxes. So because they were counting by boxes of ballots, they couldn't compare it to the precinct results that were exactly. originally produced by the county. But That is exactly right. Okay, but then uh, sort of at the end, and I'm only jumping to the end here because I have a lot of questions about this. The They come out with their numbers. There's nothing to compare it to, and all throughout the process I had been pointing that out, that you know they were counting on these lazy Susans. They weren't sharing those numbers with us, those, those batch reports and so forth. They come out with these numbers at the end that you found uh, simply don't match up at all just the basic numbers of how many ballots were counted. Is that correct? Well, that's, that's correct, but there's missing one, one bit of information, and mm-hmm. that is that we took it upon ourselves to create, we call it a Rosetta Stone, mm-hmm. that translates this cast vote record, which is the foundational document for all results. Mm-hmm. And it's important because it, it, think of it as a spreadsheet with a row for every ballot mm-hmm. and a column for every candidate mm-hmm. and ones and zeros, and you just add up the columns and you get the count. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing in that report, in, in the cast vote record, that translates it into boxes. Mm-hmm. It turns out there were two public uh, available reports that we learned about that could make that translation. Mm 
and it took us about three weeks to, uh, to, to go through that process. And now we were ready for them. And we started issuing challenges to Senator Fan to compare her numbers by uh-huh. box with our numbers, which were the official record, but right. translated into boxes. And she kept refusing to do that. So when, on the 24th, two weeks ago this Friday, uh, that report, or a report, was, was uh, buried in the back of the, um, the collection of reports by Randy Pullen. And it contained an extract that we had never seen before. And Randy Pullen, Randy Pullen was one of the sort of liaisons between the uh, he, state senate he, and the, the, the cyber ninjas. Yeah, he and Ken Bennett were right. co-liaisons. Right. And he reported on the, ha- on the machine count, as you were noting. Mm-hmm. And buried in the back of that report were 17 pages that were an extract out of an enormous report of 695 pages, and it contained the information on 40 boxes in one pallet. Uh-huh. And we took our results, so they issued their report at 5 o'clock local time, mm-hmm. and by the same time Saturday, mo- Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. we knew that we had found something. And by Sunday, it was crystal clear, and as I'm fond of saying, with 15 minutes of instructions, a handheld calculator, and a working knowledge of the theory of subtraction, <laughs> you you could have figured out what we did. Uh, well, it is that easy. And 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 what I'm trying to get to is what did you figure out? I I think there was a batch of uh, some 48,000 uh, ballots that were, as described by the ninjas, that were supposed to be on this particular ballot uh, on this particular pallet in those particular boxes. And was that yeah. the number that was off, according to your calculations? Yeah, slight, rec- slight uh, correction. Mm-hmm. We had the numbers from the, um, from the Maricopa, mm-hmm. and the, the Senate's own machine count was only five ballots out of 48,371. Mm-hmm. And we decided just to use their own numbers to compare against the ninja's hand count. But Larry, let me cl- clarify. So, you you say it was five. You mean the uh, the original Maricopa count, the count done by the county, matched up with that final machine count that they did at the very end, uh, just of the ballots. That matched up with the county almost perfectly. It was off by five ballots. Yeah, ninety nine point nine nine percent. Right. So we said. Better to use their own numbers to compare against the ninjas. Mm-hmm. So the number you're asking about is forty-eight thousand three hundred and sixty-six. The ninjas reported thirty-two thousand six hundred and seventy-four, for a difference of fifteen thousand six hundred and ninety-two ballots on two point four percent of the entire election. So that one pallet which was just 2.5% at best of the entire county's election, that one pallet, just the number of ballots, was off, according to the ninjas. Uh, well, actually, according to you, but according to their uh, matching up to their account, was off by f- almost 16,000 votes. Just the number ballots. of ballots. Ballots. Uh, ballots, right. right. Uh, which means that if you extrapolate that out uh, to 2.1 million ballots... The ninjas' numbers of what they said they hand-counted are, what, hundreds of thousands of, of, of ballots yeah, off? from what was 77,000 ballots. So 
this is, uh, as you say, not even close. If that is the case, if the ninjas were going to come out with these numbers, how do they possibly get to numbers that, uh, oh, our, our results were almost exactly the same as the original Maricopa County numbers? How can they come to that? Yeah, so let me um, break it down one more step. And I, now I want to bring in the um, the statement that Randy Pullen made to mm-hmm. the um, Arizona Republic. Yeah. Uh, so the discrepancy that we're talking about, that 15,000, almost 16,000 discrepancy, mm-hmm. was made up of two things. One was complete missing data from the 17-page report. Mm-hmm. Zero, zero data for nine boxes. And then about a 10% error rate on the, on the rest. So 25,000 ballots um, were in 20 boxes, and the ninjas missed by just under 5,000 of those for a 10% error rate. Mm-hmm. So giving, the, giving Randy Pullen the benefit of the doubt, we then said, okay, let's take the same error rate, and apply it to the missing ballots, because he said they were not really missing, but mm-hmm. uh, they just were left off. Right. Uh, which I think he's got some explaining to do on that. Um, but the the number we came up with is about a 300,000 ballot discrepancy. Okay. Uh, so still an enormous number. Right. And and again, um, not, not, not in votes, just the number of ballots that they are working number. with. Let me ask you this, uh, Larry, because I I, I got a few points that I want to get in here where we don't have a lot of time. If if the ninjas were going to simply make up these numbers out of whole cloth, these the results as they put forward that almost matched, uh, you know, Joe Biden picked up a few votes over over Trump. Um, If they were going to do that and, and make them up out of whole cloth, as it certainly sounds like they almost had to if their own numbers were so wildly off, as you have found as based on their own numbers, why wouldn't they make up numbers to support their theory that the election had been stolen uh, uh, from from Donald Trump rather than essentially debunk that theory by claiming that their hand count almost perfectly matched with the uh, original uh, results? Uh, The reason for that is on July 12th, we published the entire list of 1,634 boxes with the hand count. I'm sorry with the Maricopa official Mm -hmm. ballot count, but not the votes. Mm -hmm. So we really boxed them in as to what they could claim. Because you knew what the numbers were, and you feel that they couldn't make an alternate claim because you already had the information from the uh, the, original cast exactly vote right. records. Well, but if the original yeah. cast vote records were uh, were were you know somehow changed in favor of Donald Trump as they claimed, I'm sorry, in favor of uh, Joe Biden as they claimed, then couldn't they just come out and say, no, nope, we found that Donald Trump actually won. If the cast vote records say otherwise, well, that's just Dominion talking, and that's how they stole the election. Well, um, if we could get access to the physical ballots. Mm-hmm it would show that to be um, an incorrect statement. <laughs> well, I, I know, and of course... Let they, me put that delicately. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I mean, and that would be really the only way to uh, 
to to solve to reconcile this rather huge discrepancy, right? You'd have to go through and do another hand count of 2.1 million ballots at this point, right? No, 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 because we had the detail on all of the boxes and the batches in the boxes, yeah. and we could subtract one from the other, mm-hmm. their their numbers from our numbers, and then only look at the boxes that had the big discrepancies. And and see who had it right, if you just do a, a small yeah. sampling of the uh, uh, right. hand count sampling. Now, for the record, uh, according to the New York Times, Rod Thompson, a spokesman for Cyber Ninjas, rejects your claim, Larry Moore. He said, quote, we stand by our methodology and complete final report. Your response to uh, Rod Thompson and the Ninjas? Well, uh, this 17-page report came from a 695-page report. And as I said at the end of the uh, Arizona, I said, "Why don't Why don't you honor our public records request mm-hmm. made back on the eighth uh, on the eleventh of August, mm-hmm. and send along the rest of those six hundred and ninety five page reports, and include that in whatever you think passes for vote counts." So in that case, you would be looking not just at one single ballot and seeing their uh, discrepancies on the one single pallet, I keep saying ballot, pallet yeah. of, uh, of, of boxes, but you look at all of their numbers. And yeah, 46 pallets and yeah. 1,634 boxes. And they are not releasing that, even though a judge, as I understand it, has found those to be public records. Uh, you f- you further charge that Senator Fan herself is now involved in a cover-up of this information. How so? Is she the one who would be able to release that information you're asking for? Well, the um, Superior Court, Judge Kemp, the Appellate Court, mm-hmm. both of them stinging decisions against her. Mm-hmm. And the Supreme Court, the Arizona Supreme Court, declined to take it on because they thought that the appellate court got it right. Mm-hmm. So this Thursday, uh, there is going to be a hearing um, to determine whether, I suppose, um, Senator Fan is going to be held in contempt of court mm. as the as American Oversight, which is the big law firm, mm-hmm. um, has um, has filed suit alleging. Because she has released uh, a bunch of documents as ordered by the courts, but uh, John Brakey, for example, is on the show a week or so ago, said there are thousands and thousands of other documents that she has not released that he knows she has not released because many of them are you know, emails from him that did not show up uh, in the release. Uh, has, have you been able to get a response from Senator Fan in response to your report or uh, in response to why she has not released all of this information yet? Uh, yeah, yes, um, not directly from her, but from the person, the lawyer who controls the um, mm-hmm. release of public information. Mm-hmm. And he said it is, it's locked up behind the American Oversight suit, which hopefully will soon be, be over and she'll be ordered to, um, mm-hmm. to release the state. What she's doing right now is hiding behind the ninjas. She's saying, the ninjas have that data. Uh, I can't force them to give it to me. I see. Um, but that's actually not not the case in in ours um the 695 page report we understand was in the form of two binders which were then turned over to the attorney general Uh uh-huh so they're playing hide the puck i see uh in in a statement reported by the uh the new york times arizona's democratic secretary of state katie hobbs said in response to your report larry moore 
uh, and the rest of the audit guys. Uh, quote, it was clear from the start that the cyber ninjas were just making it up as they went. She added, I've been saying all along that no one should trust any, quote, results they produce. So it's no surprise that their findings are being called into question. Um, Larry, have any of the supporters of the Ninjas audit or Ken Bennett, who I believe shared some of the early mismatched numbers from that final machine count of ballots uh, uh, with you? Has, has he confirmed, has anyone confirmed your findings publicly and called for the additional uh, public records that you, you have called uh, to be released? Uh, crickets. Really? Uh, I can't understand why you got the hard numbers right there. And by the way, we'll link over to your uh, to your website uh, at real-audits.org so people can show your work. You, unlike the ninjas, actually showed your work uh, here. Uh, Larry, aside from uh, claiming that the results largely matched up, the ninjas also went on to offer a whole bunch of claims you know, about tens of thousands of ballots that either couldn't be explained or were cast by people who had moved uh, or whose names matched other people with the same name to imply that something, something must have been off about the count. Now, almost all of those claims have since been debunked uh, as they couldn't, as, as you know, they could have been in the first place had the inexperienced ninjas consulted anyone who was an actual expert like yourself in, you know, election administration or Arizona election law. But was there anything that you found troubling or unanswered in their report? Or is there just such a lack of credibility as to their numbers that it doesn't make any sense to even examine it? Um, I think that it's been determined that a combination of, of the county's debunking of some of the more problematic a- accusations like three people colluded to change the vote uh, change to de- to delete data mm-hmm. that was debunked they mm-hmm. were archiving the data mm-hmm. taking a copy of it mm-hmm. uh, but every single ag- allegation is my understanding uh, was debunked either by Benny White on the voter registration side mm-hmm. or on the county's operational procedures done by Stephen Richard so, you know, we uh, before I let you go, Larry Moore, and, and thank you for doing this because it's just uh, qu- quite a twist, I must say, to what was already a twist when the Cyber Ninjas came out with their results. Now to hear uh, you argue with evidence that they completely made up these numbers. Uh, you know, we, we spoke a little bit about this over the weekend, Larry. Uh, as I've noted throughout this entire clown show carried out by the ninjas, I don't actually have any problem with post-election audits, even if they are, you know, requested by the, you know, the farthest wingnut conspiracy theorist who has been lied to by the president of the United States. Even those people, in my opinion, have the uh, right to have confidence that their results were uh, the election results were were reported correctly. However, the way the ninjas went about it, this post-election so-called audit in secret without people like yourself being able to you know match it up against the numbers as they went, the way a proper audit should work, that what the ninjas did is decidedly the opposite of how these post-election audits, should occur. You had a slightly different uh, nuanced take on all of that and on the idea of uh, post-election audits. I do. Um, so first of all, I think just about every county does their own post-election audits. And they're published, they're noticed, uh, they're open to the public. And that's the time that 
have concerns should show up at the official audit. Mm-hmm. And um, the problem that I have with these so-called forensic audits, and they're not audits, but every time I use audits in conjunction with the ninjas or their ilk, yeah, uh, think of it in quotes. Exactly, but, um, yeah. Is that it, it, it robs the, the notion of election of its finality. Uh, elections are supposed to not only select winners, but confer legitimacy mm-hmm. on those winners. And by prolonging it, what you're really doing is robbing the um, the elected of the legitimacy that they have been given by winning the election and having that election certified mm-hmm. to govern. I, and so I'm really opposed to prolonging the finality uh, past its official uh, certification and due date. I hear you, and I wanted to let you get in your thoughts on that because uh, what it's really a, a much longer discussion that I would love to have with you at, at some point because I think that uh, if we don't allow for proper public oversight, not where they give the ballots and the voting machines away to some you know, private company to count in secret. But if we don't have proper public oversight that answers the questions, uh, even if, you know, a lot of this might have been, in fact, meant to prolong, uh, you know, confidence in who actually won, uh, I think ultimately, uh, you know, confidence in elections slips away further and further, and we need to somehow restore that. I'm not a fan of the post-election audits that uh, many of the counties hold, um, they need to be done much better, much more publicly, and so forth. Um, so you and I may differ there, but where we agree, and, and we can pick that up another time, but where we agree is that your numbers show the Cyber Ninjas simply made this up out of whole cloth, uh, barring any other explanation that, who knows, maybe we'll get if they ever release the documents the court has ordered them to. Well, we released that report on the 1st of October, and we have heard nothing from them yet we will keep our eyes on this story larry moore uh of real uh calling uh, the group uh, the audit guys as they call themselves now you can find their work at real-audits.org i'll also link to the coverage of their findings uh, both at the arizona republic and the new york times larry moore really appreciate you joining us today really appreciate the work that you and benny and tim are doing hope you'll stay in touch as all of this moves forward what what a mess <laughs> Thanks a lot, Brad. Thank Take you. Care. Thank you, Larry. Okay, quick break. And Desi Doyen is here with the Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman, and you are listening to the Bradcast. The Bradcast and the Green News Report are 100% independent, 100% listener supported. But we can't do it alone. We need you. Please help us bring real facts to listeners at independent stations around the nation. Please drop by bradblog.com donate. That's bradblog.com donate. And thanks. I am the uh, Mad Hatter. <laughs> I'm late, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date, which... Means uh, we'll get right to it. To what? Our latest Green News report. Our wetlands and wildlife centers are taking care of animals and cleaning the poison off the animals now. Massive oil spill off the Southern California coast despoils fish and fowl. Our coastline is too precious, it's too vulnerable 
and we need to prevent anything like this from happening ever again. SoCal beaches are closed with calls renewed for offshore drilling ban. Plus, big oil is spending big bucks to block climate provisions in Biden's Build Back Better agenda. Oh, you bet they are. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. The U.S. government is also rapidly approaching the debt ceiling. It would be what one economist called financial Armageddon. That's bad news. And even worse timing because America has already scheduled a plague Armageddon, a climate Armageddon, and a democracy Armageddon. Yes, it has. This is your Green News Report. Can we pencil that in for next Wednesday? Maybe a lunch Armageddon? Okay, Desi Doyne, just last week we were talking about a... California natural gas company that was forced to settle after the largest methane leak in U.S. history. And here we are this week with another huge oil spill in Southern California. Yes, we are. The cause of a massive oil spill off the coast of Huntington Beach, California, is under intense investigation after a 17-mile-long undersea pipeline that runs from an aging offshore crude oil processing platform ruptured sometime on Friday or Saturday, releasing at least 130,000 gallons of crude oil. Oh, it was on Friday because that's when the residents started complaining about it. Officials didn't do anything about it, however, until Saturday. It is all Already one of the largest oil spills in recent California history, generating an oil slick more than 13 square miles and closing miles and miles of the state's famous beaches and halting commercial and recreational fishing operations. Dead fish and birds are washing up on shore. The oil spill has also infiltrated the entirety of the fragile Talbert wetlands, a critical link along the migratory bird route from North America to South America. Texas-based oil rig and pipeline owner Amplify Energy shut the pipeline down on Saturday. Divers are trying to find the location of the rupture. Huntington Beach Mayor Kim Carr on Monday said it's still unclear if the pipeline crude oil has stopped leaking. We know that the pipe has been shut down, but we're not sure yet if there's still oil coming out of that pipe. And we also want to know exactly how did this happen when is it going to be repaired, and how can we make sure that this never happens again? Those are good questions. The LA Times reports that Amplify Energy has amassed a long record of federal non-compliance incidents and violations and emerged from bankruptcy just four years ago. Of course they did. Didn't you say it was a Texas company? Yes. Yes. Officials say it will take several weeks, possibly months, to clean up and reopen soiled beaches and fishing grounds, creating an extended economic hit to local businesses and the tourism, outdoor recreation, and commercial fishing industries just starting to recover from the pandemic. Orange County Supervisor Katrina Foley told CNN, quote, these are wetlands that we've been working to make sure to create this beautiful natural habitat for decades. And now in just a day, it's completely destroyed. Wow, just horrific. The spill has renewed pressure on lawmakers to phase out all oil and gas production off the California coast. The state legislature in recent years banned new fossil fuel infrastructure in state waters, but experts have called the decades-old existing 
offshore platforms and pipelines lining the coastline, an aging time bomb. On the broadcast, the state director for the nonprofit group Environment California, Laura Dean, cited the mounting risks of these existing oil operations to wildlife, the economy, and the climate. When you think about the consequences of not ending our dependence on oil, the cost to our society are so much greater. We can no longer afford to have these really significant negative events like a massive oil spill off our coast. Meanwhile, in the nation's capital, big oil is spending big bucks to kill climate provisions in President Joe Biden's $3.5 trillion Build Back Better plan, now under tense negotiations in Congress. Here's Independent Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont on CNN. Insurance companies, the fossil fuel industry are spending hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to prevent us from doing what the American people want. Sanders is correct. CNN reports that since mid-August, the oil industry's powerful lobbying group, the American Petroleum Institute alone, has spent millions of dollars in ads in congressional swing districts to attack President Biden's plans and blitzing social media, including spending half a million dollars on Facebook ads alone. Mm -hmm. Separately, ExxonMobil, the nation's largest oil and gas company, has spent at least $1.6 million on Facebook ads in opposition to the climate provisions in the bill. Of course they have. Let's hope we don't fall for it again this time. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh, we're going to get fooled again. <laughs> I can just see it coming. Thank you very much to our producer, Desi Doyle, and yep. to my guest today, Larry Moore of The Audit Guys, and to all of you for spending a portion of your day or night with us. If you missed any portion of today's program or any other, download it anytime for free at brandblog.com, all of which is made possible by folks like you who are generous enough to stop by brandblog.com slash donate so we can continue doing uh, on your public airwaves what we try to do every day. Only with your support, bradblog.com slash donate. Drop me an email if you like. I am bradcast at bradblog.com. On the Facebooks and the Twitters, I am the Brad Blog. We'll see you there. Until we see you here next time, I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world. Then I'll get on my knees and pray.